What's good? And welcome to another episode of Between You and Me. And today we're doing something a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Still joined by the homies, Michael and Paul. But yeah. we, remember how we was teasing that we got oh. something in the works? Y'all remember that? Yeah, I also, I, I didn't realize the thing we had in the works is that I have now become Michael. <laughs> <laughs> My race transition plan has finally turned out. I've been waiting for so long. I've been on the list for years. <laughs> I, they told me they would never get to me. You know, oh crazy. my god! In my head, as I was speaking, I was like, I was like, "Where's Michael at?" And then I just said, "It's my fault. My fault." That's Michael, smart. Michael's feeling a little under the weather today, um, so he's actually, you know, just recovering, right. napping right now. But, but I'm here. His much blacker spouse is here. <laughs> unfortunately, I have not done my transition, and I don't mean to say unfortunately because it's not real, and I don't want that. You got to say just to clarify. Yeah. You got to say how many IPAs do you have? <laughs> see, I don't see. That's the thing. I can't be white. I cannot drink IPAs like that. So no. <laughs> but yeah, so remember how we were talking about we got something in the works. Well, that's this first episode right here. This is something that's called What's It Like? We ask our homies what's it like doing what they do. We got many different friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost doing? seven. <laughs> <laughs> Today we joined by the homie Yoli. What's good, homie? Yeah, what's good, yo? So, How's everybody so, doing? Oh, I'm good, man. How you doing? Chilling, man. I'm chilling. About to get this. What do you guys prefer, ginger ale, like Seagrams, or the other one, the Canada Dry? Oh, I'm a Canada Dry hard. Yep. You know, can we just agree that Sweeps ain't shit though? Fair. That Fair hard enough. brand that Sweeps, no, that can go all the way out of here. That shit is nasty. I think the only done. Oh, actually, no. I'm not sure if it's Sweeps or Seagrams that they make like a pink ginger ale, and that shit is fire. I don't know if you guys ever had oh. that. Yeah, yeah, just to throw this a little bit more off topic, uh, what brand of root beer are you guys a fan of? Ew. Like, are are you like a mug or like one of those like um, I forgot what the gray one's called? Mug, no, a mug and um, I don't know. I I really like Barks. mug root beer, and I don't. I think oh yeah, I that's think it, Barks. Barks. I really like mug root beer. I'm not a big Barks fan. Like that might be like the biggest difference between like brands for me. I really don't like that other one. Mm. I don't know. Either way, like I'm like. I like, pick it up and I'm like, man, I wish this was cream soda. Cream <laughs> dye. Hmm. See? Did you guys see that they I, made I, the uh, Baby Yoda in, um, what's it called? In Pop Figure? You know what's funny? Okay, so before we start, um, so Carlton told me that, like, you know, his job, he does stuff with toys. And he's mm -hmm. like, you know, they kept that shit quiet about the Baby Yoda. Like, he does stuff with, for Disney. And they're like, they kept mm -hmm. that quiet. They didn't tell anybody about it. And he was like, why didn't you guys, like, tell us about Baby Yoda? Like, obviously, you would have made a million toys for this thing. And they were like, mm -hmm. because you would have leaked it. And they were like, no, we wouldn't have leaked it. What are you talking about? You just told us about this thing? And they, like, didn't, like, Baby Yoda, like, actually, like, came out, like, the next week. And they were like, oh, my God, we would have fucking leaked this so hard. Like, oh, my God. They were like, we would have had a million Baby Yoda toys already. Like, Jesus like, Christ, this thing is, like, literally marketing gold. And the crazy thing is they can make so many things of Baby Yoda. Like, Baby Yoda mug, Baby Yoda Pez, Baby Yoda shirts. Yeah. Fucking Baby Yoda condoms at one point. Like, to avoid having a Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
be, what I really want is that little crib. Like I might, like I just want to have like a little kid that can have that little crib that floats around. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, it looks so cute and also feasible because it's like it just follows you and so that you haven't like, like push it around like an actual stroller. It just fucking floats behind you. What <laughs> <laughs> I never understood is how the hell does Baby Yoda get out of the stroller? I don't know. Like he can move things with his mind, but how does he get himself out of that? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. All right, sorry. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> back to it. What is it that you do, man? What you do? What you What uh, you do with your life, man? All right. So pre-Rona, I was uh, currently I had two jobs. I still technically have them, but you know, we're a little socially distant. Uh, so in the mornings, uh, your boy is Clark Kent. Uh, I am a bilingual paraprofessional. I work in a high school with um, a variety of students in. Um, let's say in the high, basically high school age kids from 14 to 18 uh some of them have you know different like learning disabilities but the majority of the students i work with are either bilingual or a combination of the two you know it's like kind of like a it's almost like a niche area that doesn't always get like service the way they should and in the afternoon i am a chiropractic uh i work at a chiropractor's office as an office assistant depending on you know wh- which location i'm at either at our over here in howell or the one at bradley beach uh, either like help manage it, you know, well, basically do the day-to-day stuff like scheduling patients, uh, intaking in new patients who are or new to the pr- practice. Uh, I help the doctor um, translate for uh, Spanish-speaking patients because um, also like I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, people are afraid of the doctors when they, don't, when they don't have papers, which is weird to say, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times people would get into car accidents and they're like, "Why go to the hospital?" Like. So my job is to help, you know, ease them into uh, chiropractic care, uh, explain what the doctor's doing, let them know that uh, they have to come X amount of times to make sure, like, if they're building a specific, like, case that, like, that's in their benefit, like, they should be coming here, get their MRIs, you know, just keep everything structured because a lot of times when they think, like, chiropractic care, they think, like, it's going to cost a lot, but sometimes what happens is if they're in a car accident and they have a lawyer, it's, like, paid for by the lawyer because it will eventually go to court. But mm-hmm. a lot of them don't know that, so they're, like, apprehensive about, you know, starting care, and they're just like, fuck it, I'll live with the pain. Which, you know, over time, not very good. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, like, I end up being, like, a secretary, but I also end up being a translator, which is something that shares between the both jobs. And assistant to the regional manager at Dunder Yes. <laughs> not, not, but then they, they just do assistant, uh, assistant regional manager, they're like, no, 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 assistant to, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Either way, I help uh, people get from A to B. I've always wondered, personally, um, like with a job being a translator, how much like, how much pressure is that to like make sure that you understand, like first, like exactly what the person is asking, and then second, like the, the connotation like behind what they're asking, like making sure that you explain what they're saying and also like what they might not be saying, but you mm-hmm. can interpret from the way that they're saying it. It's it's weird on both ends because a lot of times it's I'm translating what the doctor is saying, and you guys have been around doctors. I'm assuming since we're American, we're like we go to the doctors a lot more. But mm-hmm. a doctor speak like a mile a minute, and then they're like, "Here, tell them this," and I'm like, "Bro, huh?" <laughs> so I have to take a minute to process. But uh, I try to be like as clear as I can. The thing that only really kind of like sometimes confuses me is like the, the more medical terms, which I guess mm-hmm. is probably like any like for anyone who like speaks two languages, like we know the basics of both languages. But when it gets to the more complicated things. It's like, how the hell do you say that specific bone or that specific area? Oh, absolutely. 
I know in English, I don't know how to say shit. (laughs) (laughs) These medical words. (laughs) That's why it helps to like, they're like, we're trying to describe where specific pains are. And I'm like, you got to like point to it. And then like the doctor can kind of figure out what exactly um, is like, is is alien them. But um, it it kind of feels good to like be able to help people who like, you can tell they're, they're not going through a good time right now. Helping express like the specific pains or just the specific issues that they're dealing with at that time. That you can kind of, you may not be able to fix it on the first time they're there or like the second time, but you can help translate them, bring them to a place where they can start getting the help that they actually need. And I've seen that transition go on from people who come in like, um, you know, with like crutches, that kind of thing, and they're like having difficulty like doing certain things to the point where they've been there for a few months and they're pretty much 100% healed. I was gonna say, like, um, because like listening like especially like when you're talking about um like people who are like uncomfortable going to the doctors like what are some of the like i guess the tactics that you use to like ease people into it um i think the most important thing to be is just be respectful and cordial it's something that i uh, i used to before i worked either of these jobs um well actually during one of them i worked as an uh, esl teacher for a school over here in um in freehold and mm-hmm. what i noticed was that as long as you may with with older like hispanic patients as long as you're really respectful like they'll be willing to listen to whatever you got to say. So I've, I've noted that you have to maintain that cordialness with them. Um, Cause you know, it's like more of like a societal thing that like every, like when you have like people that are older, you do like, um, you just use certain words with them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you guys remember this, from, uh, you guys remember the Usted in Spanish class? Yeah, I was gonna say like, you use like go, the Usted instead of the two, right? Yeah, yeah, like they look at you like if you're like, you know a lot, even though you're trying to basically figure it out like on the spot, just like they are. But uh, just trying to ease them into it. You know, like while we're filling paperwork together, because a lot of the times, like that, we don't necessarily have like forms that are in Spanish. Like as much as I try to like translate everything word for word, mm. and um, sometimes even patients come in and they don't necessarily have like the reading ability or like they kind of just know the basics of it. So because either like they've been working their whole life and not necessarily getting the education, um, like I try to like let them know exactly what they're signing so they don't like think that we're trying to like you know, beat them for money or anything. Because that's not the case. We're here to help. Um, mm. So just being like try to be comforting trying to be not too pushy um and just keeping it 100 with them or just sharing experiences you know i get treated as well so like i can try to like can kind of relate to what's like sometimes what exactly pain uh that they might be like that they have that i'm like oh i know what that's like um something else that's really important i think is just being consistent with them maintaining like like every time they come in being nice and making sure that like you mean like you, you don't like they don't think that you were super nice that one first time and the next time they're coming, they're like, hi, how are you doing? Like, yeah, whatever. Like, no, consistent. Gotcha now. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. We gotcha, man. But yeah, just consistency. I think that's probably one of the most important things. Which that works for the chiropractor job and it works for the school too. Mm-hmm. So, which I guess, all, at the end of the day, if I could wrap up both jobs, it's just human services. Is being a translator something that you've always wanted to do? Or did, like, what led you to becoming a translator? I needed a job. <laughs> but not, uh, I needed money. I, I, I was trying to buy this really nice car. Uh, it it kind of just happened. Um, I went to school. Uh, I went to Rome like like, uh, like you guys did too. Oh, Mark anyway. And Elijah, you went too. I'm saying. So I went for journalism. But once I got uh, once I got back, I had like I was like super super depressed. Like just because it would been like a rough past couple of years between community college and going to Rowan. So after like uh, some time, that was like I was working like a couple dead end jobs. I uh, ended up getting a job at the high school as a as a paraprofessional and at first they, the main reason that they needed me was that because i was bilingual um and at first it seemed like it would be kind of a challenge but over the next couple months i got used to i got used to like you know the pressure of like being um 
just out of my element because you know for the, so, for the longest time I was just working like at a restaurant mm. but then you like you got like the high pressure of being in a school and you the roles are finally reversed you spend so much time being a student so that now you mm. actually have to be one of the adults which is kind of weird for, for the longest time I'm like yo wait I'm an adult like I, 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 I don't have to ask anyone to go to the bathroom it was a, kind of a, a different transition but it was definitely worthwhile uh, I've been working at the high school now for almost uh, four years now. Oh, four, almost four I years mean, now. If it wasn't for the Rona, it would be four years exactly. Hmm. Rona not included. <laughs> I'm always like very impressed um, with you, especially since I know that there was a point in time where you like admitted out loud to me at least that they were feeling a little bit like rusty with your Spanish, and I know that a lot of that comes from being. Um, you know, in environments where like maybe you're not using it as much. And it's really impressive that you managed to turn that like a little bit of insecurity into something that not only have you improved like greatly, but like you're using it to like positively affect people in the world. And that's like something that I feel like a lot of people wish they can do, like change like an insecurity or something that they feel like they should be better at, you know, into something where now they're helping other people who may have the same feeling. That's just really impressive. You know, it's weird. Uh, when I first started going to school for journalism, my main idea was that I wanted to help like serve like people that were underreported and that were basically underprivileged and needed like a voice. You know, the, the main thing for journalism is they should provide a voice for the voiceless. So I feel like even though like I'm not writing news and stuff like I originally intended, like I'm still kind of maintaining that same idea and that same respect. Since we're kind of on the topic, like what advice would you give to college students in general? Because not a lot of people work in their field of study. Um, so, like, what advice would you give to people that are graduating now and are afraid to not work in their area of, of study? Because you know I'm saying not everyone's going to be able to work in their field. I think the first tip, and I think this is just for everyone, is don't send a. If you have your resume on Google Docs, don't send a Google Doc link. Send that shit as a PDF. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't tell you Damn, how many times I've seen that. Practical use. Can't, can't, can't tell you guys how many times I've seen that. But, um,. I don't know. I think is you just got to be like patient because like even like I, I, over the past couple months, I've been trying to look for new jobs. You know, I've, like, I've been there for four years. I feel like I should graduate as well. No pun intended. But um, <laughs> I think it's just a, lot, a matter of patience and just trying stuff that you're going out of your element because I, I wasn't necessarily like thinking I was going to be here for that long. But the benefits are good. And even though like there has been some tough days, like as much as like school can be easy on some days and just like the pits and others like it's been a, it's been a good run um i think it's good to put yourself out there because i was i've always been a person kind of like i know i I, could, I look at certain situations or certain jobs and i'm like i can do that but i just choose not to do it and i think we've all been we've all had that apprehension where we're like we see something we definitely could, could do like whether it be like a sport like getting in shape or just like shooting your shot with someone but then, like, I'm not sure if it's self-doubt or just the avoidance of, like, you know, us getting hurt, like, while giving it a shot. Like, but just saying screw it and giving it a shot is probably the best thing you can do. I agree. I think I see, like, a lot of times, like, even especially with myself and other people, we kind of sometimes have, like, that if we were missing, like, one thing that would make it, that would make it perfect for us to have that opportunity, we're like, oh, I'm missing that one thing. If I had every, if I just had that one thing, then I would do it. But there's that one thing missing, and it's like you're really gonna let that one thing stop you from the thing that you're interested in. And a lot of times, the answer is sometimes you let that happen, and 
sometimes to look back and say, you know what, maybe that one thing isn't as insurmountable as it seems like this. They're like, this is looking at Susan. Too bad I'm massively depressed. Like, oh, wait, no, time out, time out. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what therapy's for, which high key, therapy, necessary. Very especially especially when you're working in a school system. Okay, uh, I bet I'd be about to like clock a little girl in the head. Nah, like, <laughs> like I, I, this is like I feel like now with the Rona happening, or is there any? Wait, time out. Before we get into this, are we designating any specific like like acronym for like the time after Rona, or like like are, you know how it's like BC? Like, is it are, are we doing BC before Corona, or like AD after Rona? <laughs> Has that been designated yet? <laughs> I don't Damn. know. Honestly, <laughs> we we can get ahead of this right now. We can. If we could, like, if we could come up with a solid like post-corona name, like because I'm sick of hearing these commercials talking about these challenging times, these uh, uh these rough times, these oh. unprecedented times. Like no, oh, everyone's I, like skirting around the fact that it's the corona times. Oh like, yeah, I don't know. It, trust me, like the cha- due to the current world events. Yeah, world due- events. What is this? This is due not to the, the world. Due to the world currently <laughs> ending slowly. <laughs> Honestly, though, with like with this like starting to like at least start to dissipate, but when like the whole killer hornets coming up, I think it might just be like you just change what era of you know natural event it is. Yeah, you know, well, we might be like playing like um the Hunger Games on that like ticking clock where every hour it turns into a new natural event like maybe it'll be tsunami hour next I don't know hell yeah <laughs> so I guess uh, let's call them Rona times huh? or Rona time it's Rona time <laughs> Rona Rona time. Rona? break out <laughs> break out the fucking pasta Rona, Rona times and post Rona <laughs> yeah I guess Rona times yeah we have if only we hit post Rona times but I guess I now that uh now that people are have to basically teach their kids stuff, like since they're at home, yeah. I, I see, I've seen so many Facebook posts of people complaining, "Yo, I could never be a teacher," or like just complaining, like I don't know how teachers do it. Like they can finally see why teachers need to get like better I pay, can... better benefits, because yeah. yo, dealing with these badass kids, bro. Oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is stressful. Yeah. And I've seen like a lot of co- like not necessarily like my, like coworkers and like friends of them, like just people, other people that in the education system that I've mm-hmm. uh, that I've met through working my jobs. Um, that like if you could see it in their face like they, they, just, sometimes it, some days are tougher than others and the expectations of the system that like you have to hold these kids to a higher standard when the kids like don't hold themselves to the higher standards it's such a fucking mm-hmm. burnout and the thing that gets what, me is like expecting to be able to do that consistently like kids are like all up and down like like you said like some days are better than others but like yeah. as like a teacher you're supposed to be like at least in their mind like supposed to be like consistent every day like come yeah, with the yeah. same amount of energy as you had yesterday and it's like how do you have the same amount of energy on on thursday as you had on monday as on tuesday like i oh I, I wouldn't be able to do that what's the worst <laughs> day you've had uh uh working at your school yoli uh well in recent memory it was just like the um no, I don't think anyone is expecting the Rona to take this to close the school like the way it did. But that's that week of Rona, like everything just seemed so tense with everyone. Like everyone was like just nervous, not knowing what was going to happen. Uh, everyone was just trying to prepare. Like, you know, at first, I guess everyone thought it was going to be like, you know, a week, two week thing because we were about to go on spring break. So the, the thought was that like, you know, we would be gone for the week, which was spring break. And then we'd be back after a while. But it was just like uh, everyone just has to like get their shit together really quick and they're like where do we even start like how many lessons do we give how do we do this on google like a lot of people still like i guess because education is one of those things where people are in the profession for a while so 
they don't always necessarily know how to work like technology like because i'm always the it guy because really, like, mm-hmm. I just, like i've been exposed to it for so long and so i end up having to do all these things for the teachers like connecting like either, whether it's connecting like um their laptop to the uh what the, see i'm keeping stuff their laptop to the board or different things uh or using like have you guys ever seen the like an elmo board like the elmo projector Mm-hmm. I have it's basically it's it's like a digital you guys as as opposed to using those giant weird projector things this is basically like a document camera so you can think post things on the on the wall um and mm-hmm. just having to connect things like that like for us it's like you know we mess with some cables and we got it but for other people are like yo how do 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 you how do <laughs> so like just having to imagine that level of like sometimes difficulty for like older teachers now at a home basis I'm like oh crap this is gonna be rough I bet because like I mean, I just try to get my family members, like, 60-plus, some of them 60-plus, to do a Zoom call yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was it was pain. Like, I can't imagine what it's like trying to get teachers who have been, like, teaching the same lesson plans to try to do the same thing. Fact. Some days are stressful just because you come in with some baggage from the day before, and you do, you kind of just want to chill, and but all, like, the kids have, like, a ton of questions, or that, yeah. that one day they might necessarily have, like, a million more, like... Uh, things that they need or, or want you to help with, them with and you're just trying to chill but at the end of the day you can't really get mad at them for just you know need help because that's the point of us being there i want to ask you does working there make you feel old bro because like just seeing kids grow oh my god yeah bro <laughs> hell yeah it's gotten worse over, uh, over this last year with tiktok bro oh, oh my no god. like I, tiktok <laughs> like, was made to make us feel like to really put the line oh between god. millennials and gen z Seriously, like, like it really like made that line hard. Like, listen, if you don't get TikTok, then you are millennial, and if you do, you're Gen Z. That's like, how it is. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'm walking from like a class to like let's say from lunch to a class, or I'm just I stop by the bathroom and I'm walking back, and I see kids, I guess, that are out like in between the halls. Like, let's say they said the bathroom, quote unquote. Um, they have their phone on the wall and they're doing the stupid TikTok dance, bro. I'm like, the secondhand embarrassment is so real. <laughs> oh my god. And I thought it was a school thing. Like, I thought it was just a school thing, bro. I've been seeing the same thing at, like, Target or, like, Walmart. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are yeah. you guys doing? Like, I don't know. It, it's, it was created so that white people can take over dancing. Fuck. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. It's like, you want to do that favorite Fortnite dance? And, not, and you want to appropriate your f- favorite Fortnite dance? Well, here you go. It's like, oh, well, okay. Now everyone can. <laughs> I think I just got a conspiracy theory for why we don't like why TikTok is the first like is the biggest thing to like start to create this like shift is that because we had Vine which was a thing that existed but also died so now yep. we can say wow this was the better version mm-hmm. now it's like now we're officially the old people because now yeah. we can say back in my day we had Vine and Ugh. it was so much better and also similar but also better than your thing is that's crazy to think that vine around like this heyday was almost five years ago like it was around this time mm-hmm. like that's when we had first uh, that's yeah i was because I, I was still at rome damn now i'm trying to i'm trying to like age myself back in my day my undergraduate years <laughs> um no that's when that's when we were in the heyday of like the vines and like like mark remember when we used to work at, at, together at rome it was always yo did you see that video yeah and like <laughs> i didn't even i didn't even have vine like i just i just saw the videos mm-hmm. on like twitter and everything the, and, like, the... I, I, What's it called? The Jurassic Park dinosaur wearing the shoes oh. and the water though. The... Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Dulce. Like oh, at first man. I was like, yo, why, why is my brother watching all these wine compilations? Then I started doing it myself. I'm like, you know what? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeats. Like, I like 
Yeet was so instrumental in like so many stupid jokes. Yeeters. <laughs> Question for you, Yuli. Um, so for an, like a regular person, like how often would you say we should go see a chiropractor just because, like just to get readjusted or just, uh, just, just in general? That's a good question. Um, I think generally, as long as you're exercising and you're stretching a lot, um, well, not like a lot, like the, the right amount, and you're keeping a healthy lifestyle, I'd say check in maybe once a month. Um, but it really depends because um, while while trying to do those things like exercise and keeping healthy, we might end up like hurting ourselves if we do things a little too much or we have like a repetitive motion or like if we suffer some sort of like um, trauma, like physical trauma. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if you play sports, like Elijah, I know you play. F- was it football? Yeah, I'm tight yeah, as like, fuck right now. Yeah, <laughs> like like when we're younger, like it doesn't really hurt us, but when we get older, like all those little like aches and pains that we had, just kind of start building up. It's like that pile of books in your room, like yeah, yeah, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it, and before you look at it, that's just really big and mad dusty. Like, what am I gonna do with this? Yeah, so you, you gotta be the same way about your body. You gotta take care of it in different ways. Um, for me, I my lower back has been killing me for good amount of time now but over the past couple of years of getting treatment it's been, be- it's been getting better um for people the one recommendation i have is just is sleep well sleep a lot of, sleep a lot and sleep in a good position um i'm no i mean i'm uh, I, this is where you guys put that uh, disclaimer you lose this score is not a it's not a health professional please do not take his advice <laughs> <laughs> you guys need like a good pillow and just making sure you sleep on your back because so many people like have, uh have come in and sleep on their stomach that you're just like and you find out like that your spine is not supposed to like it's basically bending in the wrong direction so that's no, the main thing you want to maintain sleeping on my stomach nah damn. i bad for you Stop. damn 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 like if you want to sleep right and like make sure your spine's in like a good like position when you're sleeping you can sleep on your side and sleep cradle like a baby that's the, that's the main thing you can do to take care of yourself what's it like working a job where you're like where you have to like essentially keep certain information under HIPAA, like without letting people know about it. Like, is it um, ever like kind of tense or anything? I think the only time it's ever been like, oh, what the heck is going on here, is like you know sometimes uh, people divorce their spouses, and sometimes we have that information on file, like as an you know, as an emergency contact, and sometimes you have that conflict. So, like, if you can't get in touch with that specific patient, do you contact that significant other? So that's the only times where I'm like, this is kind of weird, like, because you you never know if someone breaks up, like, amicably with with their with that person. So right. Like, right. Could, it, could you be causing like some sort of like conflict if you reach out to them? And that works mm-hmm. out the same way with like in the school uh, in the school system, if like the specific parent is, is like not in good terms with the student and they're calling to uh, to talk about like the grades or they're trying to sign them out to school and and they're not in the system, like, it, it's it's kind of like. It provides a kind of a confusing situation, mm-hmm. um, but it's not—it's not that bad, you know. You know, we're just supposed to like with anything. Like, as if I gotta think about it, like if it's you or me, like if we don't want to provide information to people who don't need it regarding somebody else, right? Just the same way, like I wouldn't want my doctor's office talking about like whatever we were to discuss. Hey, look at this guy's back back pimples, like. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Look at this X-ray. He look just at this. Said. Look at this. Look at this fucking guy. I got three nipples. Yeah. Get him out of here. What the fuck I is mean, that? what are those hips even doing? <laughs> apparently, apparently, I got to go to some Italian as doctors, but you know, it's not. It's not that bad. Um, you know, you know, there's a certain things okay. you shouldn't be discussing on the phone, and sometimes people call and they kind of just want like a rundown about certain information. It's like, 
I can't necessarily provide that for you, but if you want to call during certain hours, I'll put you in touch with the doctor. Mm. But it's not, it hasn't been too bad. There hasn't been no one asking me like, yo, what's my blood type? Like, first of all, I wouldn't know that. But second of all, like, you should know this yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Pete, do you have any more questions? I don't know. Like, uh, I was thinking about a lot of stuff, but you guys covered a a lot. Like, I'm really interested in like the teaching. I guess like I would ask like, like what, what were some of like the daily challenges with like translating? Over the past couple of years, my kind of responsibilities changed a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. At first, I was kind of bouncing between uh, working alongside specific students, and mm-hmm. then I would also like bounce to specific classes to where I would basically be like a floating like, um, like you know, question. Like I'd be I'd be a floating series. So people had questions, I'd answer them, or I'd help translate. But over the past uh, year or two, I've been like just with a specific student who's made the transition from either middle school or just arrived to the country. And uh, their main language is Spanish and they just need uh, like, and but they also have certain like learning disabilities that um, that impede their you know, educational process. Um, and that's kind of what I've been doing now. Um, in terms of challenges, I think it's sometimes happens with teachers that like they try to, well, I wouldn't say it's necessarily fault, but they're just trying to provide the information and move on to the next thing when not just for like uh, students that speak different languages, but different students have different learning styles. So that they, they every, all teachers expect, if I show you this, you learn it and we move on. But mm. I, I know you, like we all learn different ways. Like I know nice. some of us are more visual learners. Some of us are more auditory and some of us prefer to do like things like in person and then imitate it. Uh, I've had to adapt like different lessons that the teachers are trying to provide and make them more visually appealing along with translating them we're just trying to make it seem interesting because a lot of times they're like yo why am i learning this like i basically had to teach myself chemistry at one point i had to teach myself like just different aspects of math that i like i hadn't used forever but just to Mm -hmm. be able to like answer questions because there's nothing there's not a a more annoying feeling than when a student asks you something and you don't know (laughs) then you then you you get the obligatory but you're the teacher you should know and i'm like I feel like would be remiss if you don't ask how uh, you're adjusting to quarantine and and the Rona and how it's impacted your your work life and your daily life. Let me let me just hit the cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, so it's it's, shortening it. It's yeah, (laughs) it's 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 gotten weird. You know, so um, my job is basically to work alongside a specific student and making sure that they, you know, help their, their their assignments get done, answer any questions, provide any like additional like support material that I can make for them. And basically just be the uh, expansion pack to whatever like class they have at that point. But since <laughs> we can't be in the school, like I can't necessarily have a lot of direct contact especially, like, except for like email and that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's changed up a little bit because my main thing is to be around people and I can't necessarily do that. So right now we're kind of just watching training videos to make sure that we can stay on top with like different ways of, um, well, specifically now the, the training videos are about working alongside children with autism. Um, and it's provided a lot, a lot of good things, not just for working children with autism, but just for students in general. But it's kind of whack now because like, I'm trying to, as much as I, I guess I grieved about it, like, oh, I don't want to be in the building or like, I'm just tired of being here. Like the repetitiveness of going to school, um, kind of miss it after a while. Just the routine of like, even something, something simple as walking around the halls or just being able to just like shoot the shit with the students because the, the kids are good the kids are good the, the kids are good people like they might have their days where they're like they're inattentive or they're just tired and they don't want to do shit but 
a lot of times like it's just it's just a matter of a matter of building a good human connection you know you can make a lot of a difference in this child's life just by having a simple conversation about you know, wrestling or art or just sharing your experiences because a lot of times they think they thought i was a lot older and it shook it, they were like shook when i told them like no i'm, only, I'm still in my 20s dude like yeah they, like they'll ask about like oh mister do you have kids do you have this are you married i'm like <laughs> I came from the kids, kids, and, I, <laughs> and like I'm no. like, ah, oh, I'm, no, no, I hit him, I hit him with the lemon pledge, Mr. Superman. No, no, Mr. Superman, no here. But yeah, like, uh, it, like uh, even being able to share with like experiences, like um, with like kids that are going like that are, that are graduating and going to community college, and having that experience, like, oh, I can share this knowledge that I technically forgot I had, but it's there. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's a wealth of experiences that like are good because sometimes these kids just don't have a good home life, and being able to just be friends with people is good is good on their part. I guess it's I guess good on my part too. You end up feeling like you make a difference, and that's something that you don't necessarily see in like in school systems because it's it's such a like a long term investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. It's definitely cool to see like the through line between both of your jobs right now that like, you know, they both really rely on that like social connection that you're able to create with the yeah. people, whether they're and they're people of different demographics, which a lot of people get used to uh, interacting with people of only one demographic. And it seems that you definitely get different, a wild variety of different demographics to interact with. It's like when you're when your friend brings over his Yu-Gi-Oh cards and they kind of just meld together. Oh, yeah. I was literally just thinking about how like you're like the booster pack for like these people's experiences. Like you just like ha- like so the booster pack just really just puts it all together. Like sure they had a deck already, but like it wasn't really working until they got the booster pack that made it like you know they were all. Do you guys remember the name of the packs that they would sell that was just nothing but holographic cards? The little ones you'd like put the quarters in and then it would come out and it like has like the um, has like the little plastic wrap on the outside. Nah, it was like these specific packs of cards. Like they would come with like nothing but like holographics. Like sometimes they would give them out as like as awards if you won tournaments or that kind of thing. And only one I really remember is that one card you got for going to that one Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Oh, that like, Wise White Dragon, the the Shining like White the, Dragon. Yeah, the Shining White Dragon. Yeah, which that's sounds kind of which sounds kind of racist, but Shining White. <laughs> uh, Elijah's face like what? <laughs> Master Wizard Master Blue Wizard Dragon like, Wait what? Wait, oh, what? <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> This video card is sponsored by The Grand Knights of Wake with like what? Exactly <laughs> I'm just saying that white dragon had the pointiest head <laughs> A little calf oh, on like, hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely feels It definitely feels good to uh, make a difference Um and it, I know you guys have seen Parks and Rec, um, and sometimes it feels like it's frustrating because you expect your effort to go like recognized, but when it doesn't come, you kind of just feel like let down and bummed out. Like, man, I put all this work in, and no one said thank you. And sometimes that kind of happens when working in school because you're like, kids just want to get done with it. One, two, three, get me out of school. I just want to go home and make TikToks. But it, it feels really good when when you they, you get thanked for your effort for something that you didn't mm-hmm. necessarily think you'd get thanked for like that's that's really one of the best aspects of it yeah yeah you, yeah, you make an impact because wow. like you say you don't know what's going on behind closed doors with these kids man yeah so man. the fact that you can play a big brother for them and kind of give them maybe something to look forward to when they go to school like you know chopping the shit with you that ended that's, up is something that they do. 
Yeah, like, and especially yeah. when I think about, like, I didn't necessarily have that when I was in high school. So, like, it feels good to kind of be, like, you know, like a, good, a decent guiding light, I hope, I think. Um, <laughs> make sure these kids are making at least decent decisions because, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do no matter what we tell them to do, but at least provide that voice when they fuck up and they're like, oh, man, Mr. E told me about this. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. They warned us. Yeah, that guy's pretty cool. Maybe I should do more things like him. Yo. Man, I fucked up. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. Remember the, the first time I had to translate uh, health? Well, I was a freshman health class, and I had to translate, like, the male and the female reproductive systems for these kids. And, whew, that was <laughs> confusing. <laughs> how, do you say, how do you say fallopian tube in Spanish? Uh, I, tube? I, I forget, bro, honestly. Tuba, fallopian. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing was, like, like... I don't know if this ain't too much, but like, there was, there was this one student who I knew she had a baby, and she was, like, a freshman or a sophomore, and I was explaining the female reproductive system, she's like, oh, I don't know what this is, and I'm like, she got a baby? Like, <laughs> well, like, I don't know, it, it, it's kind of wild. Oh, it, it was, it's kind of wild, and I felt bad, but, like, she's, she's a really nice person. Like, it was just, like, little things like that, but I'm like, it, it's weird, because, you know, these are still teenagers and stuff, so they're all, like, they're all, like, horn dogs. they're like, oh, my God, this girl's so, like, she's good, whatever, she's cute. And they're like just talking about like banging or whatever, and I'm like, "What's wrong with you guys?" Like, <laughs> I'm looking back at it when like we were in their age, we're like we're probably the same exact way, but just being on the like the older adult aspect now, I'm like, "What's wrong with you guys?" Like, the high don't know nothing about that yoni, Mark. That yoni. <laughs> My yoni represents a vagina. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is this the cousin of the Rona? <laughs> <laughs> No, don't don't worry. It's it's all for a future episode. <laughs> it's, a, it's a glass girl thing. Oh. Do y'all have any final questions for the homie Yuli? He's been so gracious with his time. We appreciate you, bro. Honestly, I think you, I think you more than answered any question I can think of. Uh, it was great here, homie. Hey, man, it's good to talk. It feels like I'm able to escape this cave just a little bit. You know, as much as I love playing Dead Stranding and Horizon, I feel like I should probably socialize a little bit. By the way, when he says Horizon, he does not mean Animal Crossing New Horizons. Horizon, uh, uh, in asterisk, Horizon Zero Dawn for the PlayStation 4. Yes. I was like... A actual good game, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, it's an actual good game? Excuse me? Shane no. has entered the room. <laughs> we need to get this over with, because the, the last time this was about to end, he, they brought up the whole flat versus, versus drumsticks debate. And I'm like, guys, you cannot start we, throwing shade in the last five minutes of a video. Please stop that. <laughs> you, you, if you guys got five minutes, we can start this because I've been waiting all my life for this fucking argument. <laughs> for the Flash versus drums? Yes. I've, oh, wh what side are you on? I'm going to have to say drums. Hey. Oh, my. <laughs> all the best people are wrong. It's so painful. I love you guys, but you but, are just incorrect but he, human but he, beings. But here's my argument. But I love here's, you in, in spite of all of your faults. What's your argument, Yuli? My argument for the reason for drums is, is because when you bite it and you get that nice pullback when there's like that little tendon, that's the best feeling. When you pop that tendon off of the bone and you hear a little oh. fire. I'm sorry that your inner caveman brain gets a great <laughs> little feeling when you're Fuck ripping it. apart animals. Oonga boonga. What kind of banjo kazooie shit? 
I don't know. I feel like it's more cavemen to be happy about having two bones. Like, I got something to pick my teeth with now. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all about the te- technique, the finesse of getting it out of the bone. It's so, it's just like a, like taking something out of a sleeve. Perfect. <laughs> One of the most random technique. videos I've seen is, uh, <laughs> technique. <laughs> One of the most random videos I've ever seen was that one guy from uh, Law and Order. I think his name is B.D. Wong. He mm-hmm. made an instructional video on how to eat chicken wings. I'm like, yeah, who the fuck asked for this? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I remember, like, he, if I'm remembering correctly, he put the chicken wing in his mouth and made like a twist because he was he was doing it with yeah. flats. Mm-hmm. So like he popped it just the, in the right direction yep. and turned and it came back like almost bare. Well, that's another discussion too. Like, how do you guys you leave your wings? Like, do you leave like some meat? Oh, nothing left. Oh, oh, nothing, nothing left. left. Excuse me. Because my grandma would literally smack me. I was gonna say like, why is my grave? My grandma is alive. Well, <laughs> like, let me stop. She will immediately. die. Knock on wood. She will die just to come back to life to haunt you. Y'all making Anya want wings? She's been on a raw fruit and vegetable diet for the past couple of days. Oh, sorry, no. Anya. We didn't mean to do that to her. And we're over here just like, uh-huh. go watch some like, YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> watch some YouTube videos. And your cool Enjoy. shower that apparently you can watch YouTube videos in. Mark, what's your pro flat argument? I, I, I probably want to hear that. I think, I think it's just a better argument. piece of me. I think if you go to Sam's Club, it costs twice as much to buy a flat because they know it's a better grade of meat than it is to get a drumstick. Or it's maybe easier to eat a drumstick if you're like a four year old because, I mean, I guess it's too right. hard to take two pieces of bones apart but it's just better meat it's more tender i it's, don't know i don't know mm. I, do you, I don't know if you guys like if you're gonna get dirty eating wings either way but getting your like fingers all like in that shit just to pull them and pull them in and out of your mouth pause or whatever um it, it just feels like weird like it just makes it easier to like eat the fucking drum i just feel like you i just feel like i have to teach you guys how to eat these bones these uh these wings correctly and then maybe you'll understand awesome. I just need to impart upon you the wisdom. Is it problematic to say pause? Because anytime I say pause, it's more so to someone, so to block someone out saying that's what she said. (laughs) Like if it was, like if it was, like if it was a trap card and you activate the shit, like. I can hear the argument. I was gonna say the the origins from like the Boondocks is problematic, but then it's like, but then the Boondocks was kind of like you know makes fun of how it was problematic. So it's like it was made up to make fun of something that was problematic. So it's like, is it in itself problematic or not? It's kind of difficult. Kids these days don't even know what the boondocks is. Facts. I don't know if they're ready for it. Yeah. So then it's like, so then it's like, they don't understand why it's like, you know, it's actually funny. It's not funny because they're just saying it. it's funny because they're making fun of it, yeah. <laughs> you know? But then you got mad actual problematic people saying it. And then you gotta be like, <laughs> that's like, true. You gotta like, true. is it? Now you have to think about like how it's interpreted. Now it's interpreted in a pop- problematic way, so I guess it's problematic. I don't fucking know. Interpretation. It's not the way it was intended, but it's problematic now. Uh, I think yeah. I think I think problematic stuff in general. I mean, I, I don't think we're trying to have this whole conversation now, but I no, mean, I think, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but save it for another for another pod. Yeah, another party. Honestly, though, we gotta have Yuli back on another episode, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was lit. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm down for it. You know what I'm saying we definitely appreciate your time. Absolutely. Bro. Anytime, um, anytime. 
for anyone that's yeah, been support. Yeah, and also thanks for being our first person to do this. Like, yeah. I mean, we hadn't we hadn't really tried it before, and you know, it's it's great having somebody like, you know, was really ready and knew what he was talking about and stuff, and listen to our BS also. <laughs> hey man, yeah. I'm here for it. Exit exit one B is ride or die. <laughs> one B which, is a ride or die. Which I guess that, that 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 story in itself will have to be another episode. I almost got that tattoo. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Oh, my phone died. Uh, Oh, my phone phone (laughs) fell in the shower. (laughs) He really left. He really did. All right. All right. Well, uh, I guess that does it. Follow us on Twitter at Between the Letter You and Me, too, like the poo. Uh, follow us on Facebook fan page at Between You and Me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You can follow our personal IGs. Julie, what's your IG, bro? What's your Instagram? Yeah. Uh, I am at USCO for uh, Twitter and IG. You heard? I'm Ebron12CM. What's yours, Mark? Uh, you know, I think I know it by heart now. M. Dixon and J. I made yeah. Mark that. I made Mark the Instagram five years yeah. ago. Ask him. Ask him how many times he's used it. <laughs> I've used it two times to look at butts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I mean, what else, what else is anyone using Instagram for? Valid. This is. All right, my boys. I do. Thank you. Later, man. Bye.